0: Shelly, you know how much I love programmatic advertising for recruitment. It saves so much time and effort in trying to figure out where I can get maximum exposure and value in advertising my jobs.
1: Yeah, for sure. It is a game changer. And you know who I love too is AppCast. They are the leading programmatic job advertising platform that helps you reach the right candidates fast.
0: Definitely. AppCast advanced targeting and real-time optimization technologies make sure that your job ads are seen by the most qualified candidate. Plus, they have a team of experts that's always there to support you and make sure you get the best results.
1: It's so true, right? AppCast has just got the nicest people on staff. They're just a pleasure to work with. And tracking your job's performance in real-time is the other big plus. Being able to see exactly what's happening, what's driving the applications, where they're coming for. And at the end of the day, it's about making hires. And where
0: else can you expand your reach across 30,000 sites? Your candidates are everywhere online with AppCast. Your jobs will be too. So check them out at appcast.io. Welcome to the Recruitment Flex with Serge and Shelly. I'm Serge.
1: And I'm Shelly. And we talk all things recruitment starting right now.
0: Bonjour and welcome to another week of the Recruitment Flex. I'm the smart (laughs) co-host and my good looking co-host Shelly is always here.
1: Okay, well, thank you. Well, you're smart smart too,
0: right? You're smart, actually. So I'll give you the smart smarter and you're looking you know, Yeah, we'll, smarter we'll than me. We'll let
1: you take that for now. Speaking of smart, let me introduce our guest today. We have a return guest, Lori Sylvia, who is the founder and CEO of Rally. Lori, thank you for coming back.
2: Thank you guys so much for having me. I had so much fun the first time, and I feel like really special that I was asked back. So I'm excited to have a conversation again. Like I was telling
0: you in the green room, we got so much positive feedback. I'm like, we should just have Lori come in as a full-time co-host because the feedback was phenomenal from your last episode. Yeah.
1: And do you know, there's still so many people, Lori, that when they find out about Rally and what you do, they're like, why did nobody tell me sooner? It's really a gift to the talent acquisition community. But before we go there... For the audience that is new, that maybe didn't listen to the back catalog, just remind the audience who's Lori Sylvia and maybe give us your Twitter bio.
2: Great. Well, I'm Lori Sylvia. I'm the founder and CEO of Rally, and I've been in marketing for more than 20 years. And I found myself in recruitment marketing in 2014 when I became the CMO of one of the first recruitment marketing technology companies. And while I was there, I realized that we were having a lot of difficulty trying to teach recruitment marketing to talent acquisition professionals. The leaders didn't really understand the strategies and the people who were on their teams didn't have the skills to do recruitment marketing. So I left that company and in 2017, I founded the Rally Recruitment Marketing Community In order to teach strategies and skills to everyone who's involved in some role in recruiting, from having a full-time job doing recruitment marketing, employer branding, to being that lifecycle recruiter, to even people who are in HR. And over the last five, six years, we've grown the community to more than 43,000 practitioners. When I tell my mother what I do, I tell her that I teach marketing to recruiters. That's like the easiest way to describe what I do.
0: (laughs) 43,000 practitioners are part of that group. That's fantastic. Give me a little bit of an idea. What's the value of Rally Recruitment Marketing? What do you bring to the table for these recruiters joining this group?
2: So it's free to join. All of those people have opted in to become part of this community of practitioners and we're all learning together. What you get access to is just a wealth of resources from free events to free webinars, even some free training to a practitioner-contributed blog to idea books and how-to guides. Basically, we've become the number one place where people go to learn recruitment marketing strategies and to get better and better At fine tuning their craft, if they are one of the people that have a full time job doing recruitment marketing and employer branding.
0: Question for you on that What is your definition of recruitment marketing? Because there's still confusion to a lot of people what recruitment marketing is. Is it just posting jobs on job boards? What does it mean to you?
2: That's a great question. I get this all the time, too, Serge, by the way. My view is recruitment marketing is the overarching job function. It's a strategy and it's also a job. For the far majority of people, it's actually a strategy that they use to attract and recruit talent through all kinds of different social and digital channels. Employer brand is one of the things that they have to work with, that they need yeah. to develop and understand and be able to communicate The more people have marketing in their job title than brand in their job titles. I think that really reflects the direction of this as a career. Mm -hmm. So it's both a strategy and a growing career for many, many practitioners who either come from a marketing background or the vast majority actually come from a recruiting background. And the reason why there's a hand in the rally logo is because we just see people that kind of raise their hand and they say, you know what? I think we could do it better with our career site. I think that we can do better with our social media channels. And they're like the ones volunteering to say, I think we need to stop total dependence on job boards. We need to try to be better at the marketing and branding side of things. And so they raise their hand and a lot of them like teach themselves and they come to rally to learn how to do recruitment marketing.
1: Love it. You recently held a social recruiting
2: rally within the community Any key insights that you can share? You know, this was the first time that we ever did this. And I think we had like 500 people participate. It was, yes, I was really excited to see how many people (laughs) wanted to participate. The vast majority of people were new at using social media to attract and recruit talent, but we did have a good number of people who were professionals and even consider themselves experts. And by the way, the whole rally community is not just for beginners. We have a lot of advanced topics. And this is the kind of thing that you have to continuously learn, right? You can never just stay static. But regarding the social recruiting rally, we wanted to help people really figure out how they could use data and analytics to get better and better at social media. The reason for this is because people spend like two and a half hours a day on social media. It's really the number one place where we're all spending our time. Versus job boards, the people who are on job boards are active job seekers, but everybody's on social media. It's a really important strategy. We all need to learn how to attract and engage an audience on social media. And I don't think that you can be relevant as a recruiter today unless you have these skills. So we created this first-of-its-kind digital rally where we came together virtually for a week. And it kind of was like a big A-B test. Yeah, We used the data that we have from our Rally Inside recruitment marketing tool to create a set of templates that are based on best practices of what we've seen working from the rest of the users of Rally Inside. And we asked the people in the social recruiting rally to use our Rally Inside tool to use these templates. They were able to use it for free and to post with one of these templates every single day for five days. And they could post on either LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. Most of the people posted on LinkedIn and Facebook. And then we wanted to see, well, how did these posts perform? Could we actually use data in order to understand what works better to attract talent through social media? So we did this massive A-B test. I'll tell you the results of that in a moment. But the other thing that people got by participating in the social recruiting rally was we had a week's worth of educational programming. Every day I went on Zoom live with everybody who participated and I covered a different topic related to social recruiting from which channels should I use to creating a content plan, to even how do you use social recruiting to help you refine your employee value proposition. We covered a lot of different topics and we had other resources that they could download. So we walked away with a ton of data from all these people who were posting to either their personal social channels or their corporate social channels. And so I've got some like hot off the presses data to share with you because we haven't yet published, <laughs> we haven't yet published the report for our breaking
0: community. news. Breaking news <laughs> under Recruitment Flex.
2: The big news for us is that the A/B test of the people who are in the social recruiting rally versus everybody else who is a user of our rally inside Recruitment Marketing Platform who didn't participate in the social recruiting rally, but who were publishing to social media during that exact same week and were writing their posts from scratch versus the people who were in the social recruiting rally used these best practice templates that we gave them. So we found that the people who were in the social recruiting rally who were using these templates, that those templates got engagement 41% more often than social media posts written from scratch. Why this is big for us is because it's showing us that using this tool, we can uncover what the best practices are. How should people construct their social media posts in order to get engagement? And why is engagement so important? Let's just explain that for a moment. And this is one of the things that we taught people during the rally. We know this, but not everybody understands this, is that the social media algorithms are giving you a platform, a free platform, to communicate with the people who know you and hopefully help you find more people who wanna follow you. But they're only gonna reward you if you're publishing content that gets engagement, if your content doesn't get any engagement, then it's sending a signal to those algorithms that this person is just publishing junk and they're not gonna show your content to even your followers, Never mind expose your content to more and more people who might wanna follow you. So engagement is the key. It's absolutely critical. We've got to know what is the content that is going to attract and engage talent? What do candidates care about? What do they want to hear about on social media? This was really key. Can we figure out what topics get more engagement than other topics? We found a few interesting things. When you publish content about jobs, you don't want to publish content about individual jobs. Individual jobs don't get good engagement at all. But when you publish content about jobs at the team level and you talk about all sales careers or all nursing careers or all engineering careers, It gives you an opportunity to talk more about the culture of that team and the people who work on that team. And that storytelling that gets combined with the fact that you're promoting a job is what equals more engagement than just publishing content that says, we're hiring for this particular rec in this particular location, apply now. And we proved to the people who participate in the social recruiting rally that if they published the content in this way. We still are promoting jobs, but we're promoting jobs in this way versus the way that they think that they should promote jobs, that they could actually get better and better results. Overall, we taught people how to use social media in order to attract talent and therefore depend less on job boards, which are expensive and effective and are only really helping you reach... Active job seekers, not the vast majority of your potential talent audience who are on social media.
1: Well,
0: in this labor market, I think it's great to have many avenues where candidates are coming from, passive and active. But I'm really curious on the channels that got the best results. Any insights on, say, Facebook compared to LinkedIn, to Instagram? Is there a channel that got better engagement for your users?
2: During the social recruiting rally, the best practice templates that we provided people performed 150% better on Facebook specifically than posts that people write from scratch that weren't following these best practices. And they did about 20% better on LinkedIn, but we saw a significant improvement to the way that talent acquisition professionals and recruitment marketing professionals were using Facebook. And I think that Facebook is one of those mysteries still because it's your personal network, really, that you're connected to primarily on Facebook. And the question is, can you use that personal network in order to help you recruit? And yes, you can, if you know what kind of content your talent audience will engage with on Facebook. We still saw a lift on LinkedIn, but it was a significant improvement on Facebook.
0: Can you tell me that all your templates did not have we're hiring as the key tagline? (laughs)
2: <laughs> we tested different calls to action. It's so funny you say that. So here's here's another tip that we learned, okay, that everybody can take away. Yeah. One of the strategies that we use in recruitment marketing is we tell employee stories, right? Often we'll go and get a quote from someone in our company and we'll format that using Canva into a nice little graphic and have the person's picture and it'll have a quote from that employee talking about why they love working at our company or something related to our company values. Well, in the template that we provided, we actually included a link to their career site because we didn't want to make everybody have to go and create a careers blog in order to participate in the social recruiting rally. We figured people probably don't have a full-blown employee story. Maybe just a quote is all they're able to get. So where are they going to link? They're going to link back to some jobs page. So we, in the template, used the call to action, apply now. or apply here or something like that. But this was the one area where the people who weren't participating in the social recruiting rally, but who were using rally inside and publishing to social media during that exact same week, and were also sharing employee testimonials, their call to action was different. Their call to action was learn more. And their employee testimonial posts performed better than the people who were in the social recruiting rally. And it was because of the template we gave them we isolated everything else. Did they all have graphics? Did the graphics look same? Did they all have a quote? And it was really that call to action. And so we've since updated a template. The lesson we learn here is that when you're sharing employee stories, when you're sharing people content and you hook somebody with that quote, they want to read more. So the call to action should be read more, learn more, read Shelly's story. It shouldn't be apply now, which means from a strategy perspective, don't take them back to a jobs page. Take them back to your career site, but to a page with the fuller employee story. And then hopefully you have a career site or landing page where you can upsell them and lead them down a jobs path. But you're not going to be as effective if you go straight from an employee testimonial to apply here. It needs to be employee testimonial, learn more, and then try to convert them on a job. Does that make sense?
0: Uh, extremely insightful. I'm glad you shared that because I never thought of that. That's something recruiters listening can action right away. Shelly, sorry, I'm taking over here. That's okay. I'm I need loving keep- this.
1: Can I just add my two cents on what Corey was just talking about? For sure. Thank you, first of all, for your contribution to the profession of recruitment and recruitment marketing. So valuable. And do you know what I love about what you just said is that whole how we see LinkedIn and that we're hiring. It's always irked me, but I couldn't explain why. And I think you just did. The we're hiring is so company centric versus a good marketer sits in the job seekers chair. Is it human behavior? I think so. When I see a testimonial, I want to learn more. I'm not ready yet to apply. Like you didn't even kiss me <laughs> and, you, and you're already <laughs> wanting to get married. Whoa, 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 whoa. I need to learn about you. You know, there's so much value in understanding what was it that tweaked your interest mm-hmm. and where to go to learn more. Personally, I would completely do away with that. We're hiring banner.
2: Yeah. I have some data about Rally Inside. We do see that there are ways that you can, in fact, promote jobs on social media. But these little nuances that we're learning matter a lot, right? Because about a third of social recruiting content gets no engagement at all. You mentioned, Serge, that your audience has, has grown a lot. And I'm sure that there are people who Have full time roles in recruitment marketing and employer branding, but many, many more people are leading talent acquisition. They might be individual recruiters. They're coming from HR. They all know that they should be doing social media. Like we all know that, but we feel this pressure and you have to do it with frequency. You will not be effective in building up your employer brand or your personal brand on social media unless you post frequently. It has to be frequency plus quality. Those are the two keys. Well, A lot of people think I'm not good at copywriting or I don't know what to write about. So you put in all this time and effort into doing it. And then a third of the time, it's like crickets. That's really deflating for people, right? No one has time to waste. So we have to have some strategy going into it. It can't always just be what we think we want to talk about. To Shelly's point, it's like, what does our talent audience care about? What do they want to know about? And what they want to know about and engage with on social media, we've seen is actually different than what they will engage with in your talent newsletter or in your careers blog or on your digital ads. So you really need to know like the what question on a per channel basis in order to be effective. And it can seem really intimidating, but once we can give you some data to help you make some better decisions and use your time smarter, is going to click. And overall, the people that we're working with, they are getting better and better at doing recruitment marketing by working with us at Rally.
0: Thoughts on organic and paid social media? Should the strategy be different? Should you be doing paid media? What's your overall thoughts there?
2: Most people are not doing paid because they simply don't have the budget. Yeah. It's actually quite affordable to boost a post. So if you post something organically and it gets some good engagement, you know you can add very little money to boost that. And because that got good engagement, you have a better chance now of it getting this you know, also good engagement when you pay to put that post in front of a larger audience. So it can be a great way to increase your followers with just a little money. When I say a little money, it could be 50 bucks. Yeah. Now, I was surprised, actually, when we launched our Rally Inside Recruitment Marketing tool about a year and a half ago, just how many people were actually using paid marketing strategies outside of job boards. I really didn't think that many people were. Those people who are investing in paid are not just doing it only on social, but they're doing it on yeah. Google display ads, pay-per-click ads. So that's growing, the number of people who are doing paid. But Within our tool, we can measure the difference between organic and paid. So like you're not measuring apples and oranges. You can see what kind of results do people get when they do paid ads on these different channels versus using organic strategies on these channels.
0: The last time you were here, you had just launched your Rally of Recruitment inside tool. And I'm just curious, any insights in the data that you've been able to aggregate that tells us a little bit of a story?
2: Yes, yes, and yes. So we launched about a year and a half ago. And I can tell you that we now have over 1000 users of the platform, which is like really exciting. We celebrated it last month within the rally team. And it's a free tool. So like most things with the Rally community, we're here to help you learn the strategies, learn the skills, and really advance your career. We couldn't offer the software platform without making a free version available to everyone in the Rally community. So that was a must. And we have now over a 1,000 practitioners who are using the tool. Together, they have used the tool to track and publish over 10,000 pieces of recruitment marketing content. This is the largest amount of content cross channels, not just social media, also through their talent newsletter, through digital ads, even flyers, print flyers with QR codes. It's the largest amount of content and it's only going to get bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. But we have enough now that we can analyze the content on a topic basis, on a per channel basis to see what works and what doesn't work. So there's a few things that we've learned. The most important thing is to actually know the answer to the what question. It's not the where question. Traditional recruiting systems like your applicant tracking system, they're measuring where did my applicants come from? What was my source of hire? That's the channel question. That's the where question. But with recruitment marketing, we have to create like this never-ending amount of content to talk about our employer brand, to talk about our company culture and our employee experience and our employee stories, et cetera, et cetera. So you don't know about any channels that I don't know about. We all know about the same recruiting channels. So putting aside paid, the difference with paid is I can spend more money. On the organic side, the difference between those companies that are doing recruitment marketing really well and those that are not very effective is the ones that know how Best to use the channels, which is really what content and messaging should I publish through those channels that will attract the most and the best candidates to my company? And that is what we try to answer with Rally Inside. So you can know the what question. So here's the what of the what. Okay. (laughs) I'll give you two examples. I thought I'd bring two examples. So one is engineering, and the other is nursing because these are two of the hardest to fill roles that many, many companies, you know, struggle with. For engineering, this is over the last four to five months, the top two channels where the Rally Inside users are reaching engineering talent organically is LinkedIn and email. Now, the what question? On LinkedIn, actually the content that gets the most engagement is content about your company culture, content generally about your company. Are you a leader? What does your company do? What do your customers say about you, et cetera? And you can promote jobs on LinkedIn, but you need to combine it with benefits. You need to talk about the benefits of joining your organization. Now in email, it's different. It's not jobs content that gets the most engagement. It's content that talks about your company. So that's the key is you need to like hook an engineering talent, With what's great about your company. To Shelly's point, you haven't even kissed me yet and you're asking me to get married. With nurses, it's different. So the top two channels that we see for nurses are Facebook and LinkedIn. But what content is most effective is different on each one. On Facebook, surge to your point, it's events. Mm. That is what is getting the most engagement from a recruiting standpoint, using Facebook, it's events, followed by talking about team-level jobs that include employee stories, showcasing this nurse joined our company in, in the OR and they've had this kind of career progression. On LinkedIn, it's different. It's company culture content and career advice. So if you want to attract nurses through LinkedIn, you need to talk about your company culture and career advice, not promote your jobs. These are the kind of insights that we've been able to uncover by having all of these different practitioners use Rally Inside from beginners to professionals, to experts, from people who are just using this as a strategy part-time to people who have a full-time career doing recruitment marketing. We're all learning collectively together What works and what doesn't work. And we're sharing that information back out to all of the users. And we also try to share that information with everybody else in the rally community so that we can all just keep getting better together.
0: I forgot to ask you any insights on leveraging TikTok for recruitment marketing?
2: There's not enough data yet for me to give you some best practices around TikTok. Now, I talk a lot about LinkedIn and Facebook. We also have a fair amount of data on Instagram because we see more and more employers using Instagram and also more and more recruiters are getting savvy on Instagram. The fourth channel I'll mention is Twitter. Twitter is not effective as a recruiting channel. We know of practitioners who have tried Twitter and they're like, is it just me? No, it's not just you, it's everybody. And they've actually dropped their Twitter's career handle because it just doesn't get any engagement. The average post on Twitter for recruiting content will get just single digit clicks. It Mm. might get three to four or five clicks, but it has a far higher percentage that gets no engagement at all. So it's really not a channel to be used for recruiting. You might be on Twitter for other reasons, but don't expect much from recruiting. Why spend your time trying to use that channel if it's not going to be effective? You're better off focusing in on the channels where you can reach your talent audience with your careers content, where you can get engagement.
1: That is absolutely interesting. And I think if we can put a placeholder for maybe a year from now, we can talk about whether TikTok is a good channel or not. My guess is not. I think Surge feels the opposite. Well, it, it's we'll all about see.
0: execution, right? If you don't do it right, like any other social media channel, you're not going to be successful. We might have a small portion of employers do it really well, and it's their killer strategy works for them. But I guarantee you 98% of people won't do it right. They're going to take their Facebook strategy and bring it to TikTok. And obviously, that won't work. And
2: it won't work. The point that you just made is one of the things that we actually talked about as a group during the social recruiting rally week. And we talked about channel strategy. And I gave the advice that you just, Gave Surge, which is there's a few things for deciding your channel strategy. One is you need to know can I reach my talent audience through this channel? Second of all, what's the other content that my content will be showing up alongside of? And is that something that I want my employer brand and my personal brand to be affiliated with? This is one of the reasons why maybe some people pull away from Twitter. And if I understand what kind of content actually does get engagement there, am I willing to create that kind of content? And I think we forget that the corporate marketing team that tries to take over all of our social channels, and I came from corporate marketing, so this is me talking to my former corporate marketing Mm -hmm. peeps, like, you can't use social media as another channel for your press releases. This is totally ineffective. You have to tell people stories, and you need to add the entertainment value. On TikTok, the entertainment value has to be super high. Even if it's educational content, informative content, there has to be a lot of personality built into that TikTok content. You don't need that entertainment value as much on LinkedIn, but if you can add it in, you'll definitely get more engagement. And that I think is one of the things that everyone is doing recruitment marketing is learning and they're trying to get more and more comfortable with Mm -hmm. how much of their own personality or their brand personality can they really infuse in their social content And the ones that do it well are the ones that bring in more of that personality and entertainment factor. Get legal there, you know, scaring you off. So we got to keep legal out of social media.
1: (laughs) Yeah, good luck. There's some companies where I think it's part of onboarding for legal to scare the crap out of you. Say, don't anybody touch social media? And we saw it in the days of the pandemic where you know, some employees were on TikTok and having fun and engaging great audiences, and their employer had a bird. <laughs> yeah. And let them go. On that note, we've seen recent layoffs. And I know you were saying, Lori, that your background is in marketing. I would hazard a guess that we are like sisters or cousins because when layoffs start, recruiters and the marketing department are usually. The first hit. So imagine the double whammy if you're recruitment marketing. Are you getting any feedback from the community on that topic of layoffs?
2: Yeah, I've seen a number of people laid off. I have some things to say about this. First of all, if you have been laid off and you're looking for a role, make sure that you're part of the Rally Recruitment Marketing community because we send out a newsletter usually on Mondays. And at the bottom of the newsletter, we post. RMEB jobs, recruitment Marketing Employer Branding jobs. So practitioners or hiring managers or employees will reach out to us. We'll post them there. We post it for free. Sometimes we'll also look on other job boards to see who else is hiring for these roles. Definitely subscribe to the newsletter. It's free and you can learn about new jobs that might be available. The other thing I would say is connect with me on LinkedIn and reach out to me. I talk to people all the time. I make time in my calendar every single week to try to help connect people to one another, to careers. This is what I do. That feeds my soul. So I want to help you if you've just been laid off and you're not sure where to go next. If you are thinking about a career in recruitment marketing full-time and you're looking for some advice, I would absolutely love to help you. Another thing I want to say is that if you have been laid off or you feel like you're about to be laid off, it's okay and you're going to get through this. It happens to everyone. It's happened to me on more than one occasion in my career. And I always found myself in a better place than what I was previously. It's really crappy while it's happening, but have some faith and belief in yourself and leverage this community to help you find the next thing. And when you look for that next thing, The number one advice I wanna give you is to look for a boss who believes in recruitment marketing. Now, you're not gonna find likely a boss who's gonna teach you about recruitment marketing. Only about 10% of the people who have a full-time recruitment marketing job say that they work for someone who they are learning recruitment marketing from. So that means 90% of the people who have a full-time job doing recruitment marketing are either teaching their boss about recruitment marketing or their boss is learning about recruitment marketing at the same time that they are. So don't expect to get a job where you're learning from someone else. This is why we have the Rally Recruitment Marketing community. You can learn that on your own. We can help you learn that. But you have to work for someone who believes in it. The worst thing ever is when you work for someone and you're constantly having to defend why you should even have this job, why the -hmm. the values of your strategy are even worthwhile. And if you find yourself in that situation, Shelly, this is one of the reasons why you might be the first to get cut because people don't understand the value of what you do. So if you have been laid off, I promise that you're gonna land somewhere better. You will. If I can help you in any way, please reach out.
0: And unfortunately, it's a vicious cycle. We see it every downturn, upturn, where recruiters, DEI, employment branding, recruitment marketers get laid off first. And then the economy comes back. They're the first to get hired, but they're starting from scratch. So we're in this vicious cycle in recruitment that we're never ready for the upturns and we lay off everyone in the downturn. So thank you so much. Really good advice. I completely agree. Every time that I've had to change jobs, it's always been better in the end. I'm going to put you on the spot, Lori, with the last question. So, The last three to four years, there's been so much change. And If you had a prediction to what's going to happen in 2023 in the world of work, in the world of recruitment and marketing, what would it be?
2: Hmm. Okay. Well, Maybe we'll separate out the world of recruitment marketing from the world of work. We'll start with maybe the world of work first. I still think that employees hold the power here, even during this economy, because the smart employers, the C-suite, the hiring managers, they've been pained, I'm sure, by having to let go of people, and some of them great people that they would rather not have had to let go When companies are hiring again, these people who have been let go are going to be in a really strong position because they've built up the experience, they have the skills, and they're going to have their choice of employers. Now, with respect to recruitment marketing, the biggest shift that I see happening right now is really a skills shift. Mm. And maybe you have been laid off or maybe it's time to go. And find something better. What I see happening is that practitioners are being held back essentially by working for someone or working for an employer that doesn't really get where recruiting is going, that recruiting is really being brand led and marketing driven. And if you don't understand employer branding and recruitment marketing in the future of recruiting, then it's not just that your company is going to be left behind, you will be left behind because you're being held back from using these strategies that you know are going to work, that you want to prove are going to work, and you can't develop your skills. And I know of people that have left their current role because they're just banging their head against the wall, constantly fighting this uphill battle, trying to convince people that the old way of doing recruiting isn't effective anymore. So maybe this is the time that you actually take a step back And regroup, the key is finding a boss who believes in it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the future of of recruiting in general is having the skills to use social media and digital marketing because you can't just depend on job boards to deliver the talent that you need. No offense, Serge. I'm not saying anything negative about your job board. (laughs) But in general, you really need a multi-channel strategy and you need a very proactive strategy. And the difference, let's say, between job advertising and recruitment marketing, is that job advertising, I call it like a passive strategy. There's something automated that's happening, that's pushing my jobs out. And then I'm hoping that I'm in the right place, or I wrote my job ads in the right way, and that the talent is coming in. Versus recruitment marketing is an active strategy that takes skills to do that. I think people are understanding more and more the importance of learning these skills to advance their career, and that these skills are going to be critical to Again, not just your company succeeding, but you succeeding as a professional. I
0: I agree, by the way, on job boards. As a practitioner, job boards were a critical part of my strategy, but I strongly believe in diversifying all your sources, right? Like you never want to rely on one source because there's different audience and you need to reach the audience everywhere. So love this show, Lori, amazing. If anyone wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way?
2: Well, you can come to rallyrecruitmentmarketing.com, join our community, and that's how you can connect with me. But also you can connect with me on LinkedIn. And like I said before, if there's something that I can do to help you in your career and your strategy, I would love to, to do that.
1: Okay. Thank you, Lori. That is such a generous offer because I know running a company is one thing, running a community of thousands of people is another And yet you still find time to give back. It's just fantastic. Lori, thank you once again. It was just so awesome to have you back on the show and really looking forward to what the future is going to bring. And again, we're going to put a placeholder here to bring you back.
2: I would love to. Thank you guys so much for having me and for always having these great discussions about recruitment marketing. I really love it. So I look forward to coming back.
0: Thank you, Lori. Bye now.
1: To learn more and book a demo, visit www.rectxt.com, mention the Recruitment Flex, and get 10% off annual plans.